This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 1294, Fabulous Family Sample Part 3 Answers. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, you will hear four speaking part three answers about family. Get ready to practice some mimicking as we'll show you how to link your ideas and use high scoring intonation. Hello, Aubrey. How's the family? Oh, the family is great. How's your family, Jess? So good. <laughs> Actually, um, Two of my little nephews are coming to stay with us next week for four days. So this is this is a family thing. My brother, one of my brothers, uh, when his son was growing up, he would send his son up to Oregon to stay with um uh, his dad, my family's confusing. There's half brothers and step parents and all that. But anyway, so he would send his son up to Oregon for a month. And now my other brother does the same thing with his two little kids. They come up and stay with their grandpa for a couple weeks and uncle for a couple weeks. They stay with us for like three or four days. Amazing. I love yeah, that. So cool. Nice. They must live somewhere hot or they're trying to get their kids somewhere cooler. It's like, go to Oregon Arizona, where it's nice. Arizona, baby. <laughs> yep, I know that. I know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they live in Flagstaff. Nice. All right, guys. So today we're going to give you some fabulous part three sample answers. And Aubrey and I have not even looked at these questions, thought about our answers at all, because we want to make this just like it will be on the exam. And on that note, we're going to cut each other off sometimes. Why would we stop each other from speaking more? Yes, we talked about this not long ago, that IELTS has gotten a little more strict about how they time the IELTS speaking exam. So when you get to part three, if the examiner is running out of time and still has to fit in a certain amount of questions, they may have to cut you off in order to ask another question. So this is tricky because these questions can be quite deep and yeah. you may have a lot to say or feel like I haven't even... I have to cut you off because they have to ask a certain amount of questions. Exactly, exactly. So um, this serves as a good reminder, guys, to get to the point and get to the specifics immediately, like we right. talked about yesterday, right? Don't stay general. Don't repeat yourself. Um, we value direct communication in English, and that's part of the scoring system, honestly, right? Get like mm -hmm. get to the point. So we're going to try and do our best today. Um, Aubrey, do you want to ask me first? Yes, I'm going to time right. you a minute. I'm going to give you a minute for these answers and then I'm gonna cut you off <laughs> oh no okay. <laughs> all right your first question wait just just to note guys the examiner yes. does not time you in part three though okay right. like they Good just point. kind of use their own intuition and they're just keeping track of the time and it's um kind of you know it all subjective. depends on how many questions they need to get in right whether they're going to cut you off that's true so yeah all right I'm gonna ask you both I'm gonna cut you off and immediately ask the next one and then I'll give feedback for both how's that Jess? sweet perfect all right ready mm -hmm. is family important in your country oh for sure um I think our 
I think the way family is important here may be um, different than it is in other cultures. So from an outsider's perspective, maybe a foreigner's perspective, uh, maybe it doesn't look like we value family as much as some other people do, but we do. Um, I think the fact that families live in such disparate locations makes it seem like family's not a priority or not important. Um, but it still is. Families keep in touch. My family lives all over the place. But still, here's proof. This summer, uh, my son and I are taking a road trip down to Yuba City in California, and he's going to meet all of his great aunts. And I haven't even seen these aunts since I was like his age. And even though it might not be convenient to plan a whole vacation and stuff this summer. I am making this a priority because it is important for James. Thank you. Okay. Ooh, nice. Oh, not giving feedback yet. <laughs> Jumping right into the next one. How has the size of the family changed in the last few decades in your country? I think if we're looking at the coasts, families have definitely um, grown smaller in scale. I think it's a lot more common these days for families to just have one child or just have two children. The one child family is definitely becoming a lot more common everywhere. I think, though, still in the middle of the country, um, the flyover states, as some say, but I hope that doesn't sound mean or offensive. Um, it is still more common to have a larger family um, in the middle of the country, but definitely in the places I've lived, at least uh, families are smaller. It's the cost of living is too high to have so many children these days. So I think a lot of people will just choose to have smaller families. Nice. And that, that was only 50 seconds, so I don't have to cut you off. But that still feels like a normal amount. That's a good thing to point out, too. It's not like you have to speak for that full minute. You should sort of aim for about that. But if you've said everything you can and you provide great details and answered the question, you're good. You can stop. You know what, Aubrey? When I was answering that last question, I was worried I would offend you because you do have a big family. Oh, that's and so I, funny. I mean, no offense. <laughs> None taken. Oh, good. Phew. <laughs> it's true. That's happened to me, though, before, because I know people who have a much bigger family than mine. Right? They might have like 12 wow. children or something. Oy. And so if you start talking about large children, you do have a tendency to be like, no offense, you know, not that it's a problem that you have a, a very large family. That's fine. <laughs> I'm always okay. worried I'm hurting people's feelings like all the time. Oh, OK, good. So awesome. Now. Okay. First of all, this is interesting because just yesterday we were talking about how important it is for your scores, for your fluency and coherence score to use linking phrases. And I want you guys to go back and listen to Jessica's answers again if you didn't notice those, because it's not, you know, it's not just like firstly, next, finally, there are so many words and phrases that link our ideas. So Jessica said, um, from an outsider's perspective, this is so high level. That's a band nine linking phrase to introduce this idea that she's going to share, you know, rather than talking about from her own perspective or, you know, that she's she's speaking as an outsider. So there's just so many options when it comes to linking phrases. And then she said, you know, I think the fact that and in her, her second answer, she was saying, I think if we're looking at the coasts. And these are just such high level, interesting ways to introduce your ideas, to link it to what you said before, and then introduce that, okay, now we're, we're thinking about something different here. Now we're looking at how this affects the coasts, right? So pay attention 
when you're practicing using linking phrases, search on our blog, linking phrases, um, linking words, right? Because there are so many that don't feel like you're limited to just, you know, those very simple basic ones that actually are not going to push your scores that high because the examiner hears them all the time. That's such a good point. I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, because we cannot think of linking words as a as a list to memorize, right? right? I want you guys to think of linking words as um signposts, you know? Um they're 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 maps of ideas. They they introduce ideas, they conclude ideas, they transition between ideas. So it's not just like and also in addition, however. It's like, well, now that I'm thinking about it actually there does come to mind like that whole thing is a transition phrase that i just said right. you know yeah exactly often your filler phrases will be a good transition if this yeah. you have to practice They're phrases exactly totally. right it's a signpost it's marking what comes next transitioning between ideas because our ideas can be all over the place yeah. as long as we create that map for the examiner so that right. it feels you know makes sense i love it Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. All right, now, Aubrey, I get to ask you two questions. Okay, how do you think the family will change in the future? Ooh, tricky. I feel like when I read sci-fi novels, families are always super tiny. I read something not that long ago um, where a, a family couldn't be bigger than four people. And so when someone had an extra child, they had to hide them somewhere. And that was the whole basis of the plot. And... Interestingly, that that is the case in some places now where it's discouraged to have more children. And I do have a feeling that that is going to continue that um, trend toward having smaller families economic for economic reasons or there are lots of reasons. Thank you. That, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, what role do grandparents play in the family in your country? Ooh, this is definitely case by case basis. I think for some families, grandparents are respected and revered in the United States, but in other family units, not so much, right? They maybe grandparents are in a nursing home and, and forgotten and neglected. I think that's worst case scenario and it's very sad. So I do feel like there's not a set pattern throughout the entire country. I think one family would be very different for another. In mine, I'd like to say that we do love grandparents. We visit them. We want to spend time with them. Um, but thank you. Could be better. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Um, fantastic. So staying on this idea of transition phrases, I want to point out a few things that Aubrey said there for you guys. First of all, um, to introduce your answer at the very beginning comment on the question or narrate your uh, mm. opinion on the question, right? So first you said, ooh, tricky. That was awesome. <laughs> Great uh, pr uh, uh, pronunciation. And then calling the question tricky. Love it. And then in the second question, you're like, ooh, this is this 
is different. We could take this on a case by case basis. Mm. So I like that because a lot of students say, well, it's it's different. There's not one answer or you you want to say like this isn't an easy thing to to answer because it's not just like one truth for my whole country. So we could be like, it's definitely different on a case by case basis or there's not a set pattern. That was another mm. phrase you said. So both of those will come in very handy in speaking part three. Um, and instead of saying like in the past, you said not that long ago. So another great transition phrase. But definitely, guys, pay attention to her intonation. Yesterday, we asked you to listen today and mimic our sample answers. Do that, guys, because Aubrey's pronunciation was so awesome. We have ooh tricky and then <laughs> super tiny. Um, and and I do have a feeling this really like up and down. Um, emphasis um, also serves as a sort of transition, I feel like, because it's like mm. when you are moving on to a new but an, an idea you're excited about or an opinion that like just occurred to you and you're excited about it, we show that in our intonation as well. We're like, but actually not so much because when I think about my family or whatever. That's true, right? We'll change our intonation to be like, However, I do think that yeah. and we're using that to link it to what we said before. Good point. Totally. I love it. Um, again, guys, when we are done today, please leave us a review. You can ask us your burning IELTS question and we will give you a shout out on a future show. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Aubrey. This was really fun. Thank you, Jessica. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.